0: Welcome to Awesome with Allison, and Eric too! That's a cracky, pre-puberty voice right there. I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the beautiful, the, you were gone for like six days and now you're back, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hello. He was in Sweden. What were you doing in Sweden?
1: Uh, just eating sweet things.
0: No, really, what were you doing in
1: Sweden? <laughs> film festival for the documentary that I produced and did the music for.
0: And what happened at the film festival? We
1: won Best Picture.
0: Um, I'm sorry. If I could drop these mics, they'd be dropped. Except it's not my award, so I don't know why I'm dropping mics.
1: Yeah, if if you haven't seen The Insufferable Gru, I mean... <laughs> That's I his I, documentary. I don't know what you're doing in life.
0: Um, it's on, Where is it? Is it on iTunes?
1: iTunes, Amazon, all your favorite digital, you know places
0: eric has he was one of the producers and he did the music and he has like a couple of cameos in it like you'll see him and you'll be really excited you'll
1: see i act in one of the scenes you'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised my at my acting prowess
0: (laughs) (laughs) and we are um pleasantly surprised always that you're here and that you're listening to this podcast we are so grateful that you are joining us for episode 80 grady The only thing I could do was another (laughs) boom boom boom. Oh, sorry for that. Not sorry. Okay. This episode is a special episode, which is fitting because this is episode 80, and we are calling it One Million Reasons Why You Can't Do What You Feel Called to Do and The One Reason You Should. So last week, I did an Instagram live on The Allison Show. That's my Instagram page. It was right after I was coming out of kind of a low, I feel like I'm always saying, it was was just coming out of a low... (laughs) <laughs> right? It yeah. always sounds like that. Yeah. But that's because that's when you guys get me. That's when I'm excited to share. Is always like, oh man, I felt like crap. And now I'm back. Yeah, I feel good about that. But I was I was coming out of a low. I did this live and I was feeling a fiery sermon within my soul. The devil did ram me over. I just feel like. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. You're rocking the boat. Anyway, that's kind of how I felt. Is I was like in a tent revival, and I just was feeling it. So I said to Eric, like, I don't know if this is any good, but I did it for the live, and it felt good. I can't really remember what I said. And what did you say?
1: This is some of your best content. Oh. I was, I was not only surprised, but. Felt on fire myself after listening to it.
0: Oh, thank you. So we wanted to share it with you here. So I think an awesome thing about this is you're going to hear me answering some questions, some live Q&A. And one of the reasons um, I love doing live Q&A is that's when I get fired up, when I hear your guys' questions, when I see how the principles we talk about can be applicable to your life. And so the focus of this live was how to do what you feel called to do. Now, if you are not... um You know, an entrepreneur, or you're not working, you're a full time stay at home parent don't opt out of this don't think oh they're talking about their entrepreneurism no it's like the last episode episode 79 we're talking about your purpose and your purpose might involve uh, a project outside of the home it might involve your work inside of the home you might not have any kids and you're like I'm just working like a dumb job or I'm in school no all of these principles are applicable and I get pretty vulnerable and I share some like awesome things from a couple years ago from a journal entry that I wrote so I'm really excited to to share this with you guys, and um, I'm so grateful you're here, so I really hope you enjoy this episode, and please, please um, come and let me know uh, what what parts uh, spoke to you or if there was anything that you really liked or resonated. This is what I believe. I keep this up in my office, is that if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. The work that I do with the Allison Show, with the Awesome with Allison podcast, and through Allison's Brand School, that's a lot of Allison. <laughs> A lot of it has to do with, if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. Well, it sounds like a very <laughs> simple statement, but there's a lot of nuances that go into that, obviously. So many of the questions that I got from you guys on you know, how to do what you feel called to do were centered in this, but what do I do? And I want to hear. I believe in the product that I create so much. I pack so much value into everything I do. The problem that I have in my business is I'm constantly packing too much value in and selling myself short. That's literally my biggest problem in mm-hmm. my business. Because I do everything to excess. And um, I have to figure out ways to scale that and grow that and to not drain myself and my resources. So I'm just going to say that. I felt really impressed to share this with you guys, and I was actually able to find an example of me doing it for myself. The number one question that I saw coming in when when you guys were asking, how do I do what I feel called to do, is they were like this, but what about if I don't have the support? What if my loved ones don't support me? What if my husband says he'll support me when, okay, another question that kept showing up was, but. What if I fail? How do I get over the fear of failure? Another one that I saw that I thought was really interesting is, but I feel like I'm missing out because I haven't figured it out yet, right? So a lot of the doing what you feel called to do, I think where a lot of us are getting stopped is, yeah, but how do I get started? Or I started and now I'm failing? Or how do I gather the resources that I need? we start thinking that we have to have everything figured out to do what we feel called to do. And I get that because so often in goal setting, we say get clear about what you want. And I talk about in Allison's Brand School all the time that clear definitions equal freedom, having those clear definitions. But here's where I think so many of us miss the mark is we get specific but not clear. I literally just thought of that. I think that is so good. So this is what we get specific. We get attached to the detail. The detail might be a specific dollar amount. The detail might be having a specific number of followers on social media. The detail, the specificness might be that this person with this opportunity says yes to me. And we start to think that that specific exact thing is what we need. And what I wanted to do, what I thought would serve you the most when it comes to doing what you feel called to do is exactly what I've been doing for myself, is you start asking yourself, what is the life I want to live. What is the life I want to create? Because so often our goals, our dreams, these things that we're reaching for, that specific treasure that you've got your flashlight pointed at and you're going out it towards the cave, it's not even conducive with the life that you actually want to live. And so this is an exercise and I was so excited I was able to find this notebook. This notebook you can see it's dated from, so here's the thing you guys, I have been in tears for the last two or three days, hysterically crying in a deep state of depression and sadness. That's it, I lost hope for a minute. I really did, I really lost hope for a minute. Like a lot of things didn't work out the way I thought they were going to and I got tired of hanging on. As Wilson Phillips said, I got tired of holding on for one more day and I just let myself be really, really sad. I did and um, I got home from work and I just got in bed and I just cried. But the thing that I did differently is um, I let my kids be around me, I let my husband be around me. I feel like I kept myself open, even in that sadness. And last night, I kind of hit a turning point, okay? I I did, I hit a turning point and I came back into work to McKenna and Nichelle and I said to Nichelle, McKenna, you're just getting the apology now. I apologize for telling you that all hope is lost and nothing will ever work out. I feel better now. (laughs) And (laughs) so I just want you to know, man, I am bananas. I am bananas. Like. I'm not just this like well-centered individual who's like, get clear about the life you want and you can create it. And then I, nothing is hard and everything works out. No, she is sobbing in her bed. But you wanna know the difference between us or between the others? I freaking show back up and I haven't quit. And you want to know the difference? All this crap, all these tools, the podcast, Awesome On Demand, all of this stuff that I am sharing and teaching, it works. And you want to know how it works? Because it was two days, guys, two days. And I would have been like that for weeks. Mm -hmm. a couple years ago, weeks, and I would have made everyone else's life miserable. Two days, and it's not a contest and it's not a race because I've been in bed for longer than two days. I've been in bed for longer than two days, but right now, that loss of hope, that despair, that I can't build the life I want, it doesn't work, I made it all up, I'm a liar, I've tricked everyone. (laughs) Two days, and I'm back, and I'm back, and I feel, Great. And I went to therapy this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I talked to Michelle, and she's back. And now I'm here to share it with you. I just wanted to share that so you know, it doesn't come easy or naturally to me. But here is the stuff that I do. I'm practicing what I preach and this is from you can see from 9517 this was 2 months before i got hit by a mother effing car okay 2 months before i got hit by a car while on a run and broke ribs and my whole life changed completely and i and i wrote and I remember writing this, and I remember shaking as I was writing it. Who is the person you wanna become? So I'm just putting, just for a minute, I'm putting that question of do what you feel called to do. If you feel called to do it, we're just gonna set that on the shelf. And I wanna ask you this much more important question. Who are you, Zoolander? Who Who am I? Who are you? Who gives a flying F? Who do you want to become? That's all that matters. That is legitimately all that matters. Not who you are, not what you have, not where you've been, but who do you want to become? I, without a doubt, know that you can do it. That's it, that's it. I don't have to be some girl with suicidal tendencies, which I have, who just lives in anxiety-filled states of despair and is so dramatic and goes so up and down on the roller coaster that she can't get her life together. It's not who I am. Is it who I've been in the past? Sure, maybe, if you want to color my story that way. It's not who I am. Who do I want to be? And I wrote this, it was about a year and a half ago, what it reminded me of, and I wanted you guys to do this, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Seriously, this is fun. Okay, I feel so much better. I'm going to start crying all over again because when I come out of it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is, this is, this is it. This is what I love to do. This is it. This is it. You're witnessing it. Thank you for being here. It really means a lot to me. Who is the person I want to become? And I wrote down this happy, healthy, and wealthy. And I went down and I said, and I'm going to share, this is pretty personal, but I'm going to share some of this with you because I want to give you an example of not getting so lost in the specifics, in the details. I said, I want to be a woman who loves all and is filled with light and love. I want good caring relationships with my kids where I support them in being their highest self. And I want a relationship with my husband where I do the same. Do you see how specific and not specific I got there? I didn't say I want a relationship with my husband where he brings me flowers on these exact days, or I want a relationship with my kids where they tell me these exact things. I'm focusing on things that I can control. I'm focusing on who I want to become. And what I want to become is a woman who is filled with light and love. And how does that affect my relationships? How is that gonna help me to be happy? And then I go into healthy. How do I wanna be healthy? I want a healthy body that is the ultimate instrument in aiding me in my work and my mission. Fit and full of energy to ward off sickness and fatigue. I wanna serve and I wanna serve to my highest ability. And those are my health goals. Yours do not need to be the same. But I really, I couldn't think of any way to share this with you other than getting pretty open and vulnerable and raw with you. In specific, I love this, Lacey said, specific in meaningful ways and within your control. There is no exact detail. There is no exact detail that I am holding on to so tightly that I'm limiting my happiness. And then I go into wealthy. And this is, I got all emotional I was reading this because I wrote this a year and a half ago and I didn't have a full-time, I didn't have any full-time employees. And now I have two full-time employees and contract vagina blog is here, contract workers. And I said, I want to create security, ease and joy for my family and the families of others through wealth. That means a lot to me, to be able to pay McKenna and pay Michelle. That's it. That means so much to me. And there's more there. But the thing that's interesting about wealth and about money, and we have some awesome podcast episodes on Awesome with Allison with money, is... I want my wealth, I want money to extend myself beyond myself with the gift of money so that I can live in a peak state and impart that gift to others. My wealth will relieve stress, feed those in need, protect those who need protection and comfort those who need comfort. And that's what I wanna do with my wealth, okay? And then I went to in like healthy, wealthy and wise. What do I wanna do with my career? What do I wanna do with my purpose? I wanna be an author, I wanna be a speaker, I wanna be a thought leader. I wanna impact the world with my enthusiasm. That's it, I've got a lot of it. And it was given to me as a gift from God. And you don't have to have it to do your work, but it's part of my work, okay? And then I have connection to a higher purpose. And as I was going through this and I was writing this, I was like, before we get into doing what you feel called to do, let's focus on the life you want to create. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna tell everyone to work on this and to do this for themselves. And then I remembered, I already did it. (laughs) (laughs) I already did it. Let me say this to you. Everyone take a deep breath in. And now, you have everything you need. You have everything you need in this moment to live this moment. You don't have the next moment. You don't have tomorrow. You don't have the next hour. So you do not need to worry about what you need for that. You have it. Look at this. I was like, oh, I wish I had a worksheet and I could give it to everyone. I already had it. I already made it. It's nine pages and it's friggin' free. And it's for you to go through and to write that for yourself. And yes, it's dressed up a little bit differently. It's our best year ever worksheet and it has you assess the past year. But what I do is I introduce you to these different circles of health and that's what I went through right there. And just to like sum them up, in the end of the worksheet, there's your mental health, your body, your purpose, your relationships, your work. That's what we just covered. So the way you're gonna get this is either by joining Awesome On Demand so you have access to it and all of my other worksheets all of the time. It's a freaking joke how good Awesome On Demand is. I am offended by people not understanding how much value is in awesome (laughs) on demand. But that's my problem, not yours. And then it's also a free worksheet right now for a limited time through my newsletter. And McKenna's dropping that that sign in if you want to get it through the newsletter. And then what we're going to do is you're going to go through and you're going to write those different things for yourself. What's the life that you want? And if you're not sure what you feel called to do, I'm pretty sure you know what life you want. And then you're going to start to uncover. You're going to start to see how the what you feel called to do is a part of that and then here is the bonus, here is the bonus, here is the gold stars, and here's what you need to do next, and this you're getting only if you're tuning in live, okay? I wrote all of that. I wrote all of it, and then I rewrote it in the present tense. I wrote all of that. I want to be, I want to create, I want to be, and then I rewrote all of it, I am. I am a woman who is filled with light and love. I am an author and a thought leader. I am a woman, right, in the present tense. Because that's exactly why I say only you can be you and you're already as awesome as you need to be. You just have to feel it. That's the hard part. It's not that you need to be more awesome or get more awesome or do anything to be more awesome. The hard part is the feeling it because we have all these walls up and all these limitations and all of these um, unhelpful little thoughts and stories that other people have given us or that we've given ourselves, okay? And we, that is the work, that's the book I'm writing. That's the book I'm writing, How to Feel as Awesome as You Are. So I'm working on that for you and I love it and it's freaking phenomenal and it's so good and I'm so excited for you to have it and you might hate it, but I'm still gonna do it. (laughs) But that's what I want you to do is I want you to do that exercise and I want you to, to define the life you want, and I want this, and I want this, and you've got feel the vibrations, exactly, right? You feel that high energy. You put yourself in that state, and you take action from that state. You take action from the place of loving yourself and realizing you're already enough, realizing you already have everything you need, and here is the most freeing thought. I just want you to try it on like a shoe. Everything is exactly how it should be. Why? Because That's the way it is. That's it. Everything is exactly how it should be. Why? No. Because it is how it is. This really comforts me. So if you're like, I feel like I'm missing out, and that was one of our questions. That was another question. What if I feel like I'm missing out because I feel like I'm called to do something and it's not happening yet? You're not missing out on anything. You're exactly where you need to be. The only thing you're missing is feeling it. The only thing you're missing is realizing it, and you're not even missing it because the experiences that are gonna lead you to uncover it, that are gonna lead you on that personal legend, that are gonna lead you on that journey they're waiting for you. The only thing you're gonna be missing out is if you don't show up. That's why one of my main models is you show up and you let go. You show up and you let go. That's literally all you have to do in life is you show up, and showing up can mean putting in the work, and showing up can mean you know working towards the goal and making the contacts and reaching out to the people. That is showing up, right? You show up, and then we don't just hold on so tight to the specifics, to the details. A lot of people were asking about keeping motivation. Okay, you don't need motivation. That's BS. We have a podcast episode, will you find it, called I Need More Motivation. You do not need more motivation. You just have to show up, that's it. What do they think motivation is? They think motivation is I'm gonna feel like doing it. They think motivation is the energy to do it. I'm too tired to do it. I'm too depressed to do it, right? You're just drained, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's what it is, you're drained. So what's draining you, that's the question. You don't need more of anything. You have it, you just aren't feeling it. I don't wake up every day motivated. This is where I landed, okay? Don't get out of bed. If you don't wanna get out of bed, don't get out of bed. The whole point of that exercise of what is the life that you want to create, who is the person that you want to become, is to then ask yourself, okay, you don't want to get out of bed. I respect that. I didn't get out of bed Monday or Tuesday night. I was in bed from 6 p.m. until midnight. Respect. Okay? Don't get out of bed if you don't want to get out of bed, but who do I want to become? What's the life I want to create? I already am that person. That person gives herself a lot of grace. That person takes a break. And then I have faith and trust in, when I feel rested, I will get out of bed. And that is something that was very, very difficult for me when I broke two ribs and a vertebrae, and I was put in bed. And I thought, I cannot sit in bed. I cannot rest because I will stop and I'll never get back up and I'll never get back to my work. I did let myself rest for a little bit, but like honestly, in retrospect, not nearly enough. And I kept moving. You will get out of bed. And you will do it without hating yourself. And you will do it without having to force yourself. And I just want you to try it. And you're like, Allison, I'm not gonna get out of bed. Okay, if you don't get out of bed for a week, then you call a counselor. You You check yourself into a hospital. I'm dead effing serious, okay? If you're like, somebody in your life just passed away and you don't get out of bed for a week, that makes a lot of sense to me. Stay in bed, just remember, stay in bed and let people get in bed with you. Okay, that's it. That's all you have to do. If you're going through like a really rough time and something traumatic or nothing traumatic has happened and you need a week in bed, you take that week in bed. Just don't be in bed alone. Let your friends in bed. Let the DoorDash guy in your bed. Eh, eh, good (laughs) times. (laughs) Just, (laughs) This is where we really have a good time, okay? I'm just gonna get into this. I'm feeling trapped. I'm a newlywed college student and I need money but can't afford to quit my job. I wanna quit and do what I feel called to do but I don't feel like I can. You can feel, you can do what you feel called to do in your job. You, don't quit your job. Don't quit your job. Mm -mm. That's a big, fat, juicy lie. There is an awesome book called So Good They Can't Ignore You. I don't remember the author and I really only read about half the book, but (laughs) there is a phenomenal case study in the beginning of it that lays out very clearly with this yoga instructor, like two people who wanna start yoga studios and one quits their job and goes and goes all in on the yoga studio and the cost of doing the yoga studio is so high, the minimum viable product is too high and they go out of business quicker than the person who slowly builds the practice over time. So good they can't ignore you, which they're quoting. I think they're quoting Steve Martin, actually. But this is a quote from Eckhart Tolle, and it's, There is no joy, ease, or lightness in what you are doing. If there is no joy, ease or lightness in what you are doing, it does not necessarily mean that you need to change what you are doing. It may be sufficient to change the how. How is always more important than what. How is always more important than what. If you want to empower people, you can empower people bagging groceries. If you want to help people with special needs, you're like, no, 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 mine, Allison, no, mine is specific. I want to help people with special needs. You attract people with special needs in your life. You do meetups with information and you bring in people who have information to share. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, listen, don't do it for the money first. Don't do it. I did. I did all of this without any money. I did all of this without any money. Just because you feel called to do it doesn't mean you're going to get paid for it. And you're like, wait, but I I feel called. If you feel called to build a business, you can get paid for it. You can 100%, but you might need to monetize around it. I don't make money always doing exactly what I want to be doing. Okay, let's see. She says, I want to promote small businesses and write articles about them. Then you do that right now. You do it right now. She's an insurance agent and she wants to be a journalist influencer. Okay, so you're an insurance agent and you want to be a journalist influencer. Perfect. You've got something to pay your bills. You're an insurance agent, so you're out there. You're making awesome connections. Use where you are to get you where you want to go. All of the opportunities, all of the connections, everything that you need to get going with what you want is either where you are or you need to start putting yourself in new situations. You need to come to my Build an Awesome Brand workshop and you're like, but I'm not making any money. Who cares? You're making money elsewhere. I've never, ever, ever made money doing the thing that I want to do to start. So when I did the Build an Awesome Brand workshop, I did it for free for people first. When I had my first client So delicious, I did the work for free. P.S. by the way, I did the work for free after I was already in a position to be picking up 10,000, 20,000, $30,000 for a sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Do you know how freaking humble and how much of your ego you have to let go to be in that position? So you are not gonna make money being an influencer like that. I'm not saying you can't do it, I'm just saying I don't think you want to do that. I don't think the percentages are that way. So you, right now, every night when you get home, you're like, I'm married, great. It doesn't sound like you have kids yet. You you have so much time that you don't know you have. <laughs> and I try not to be judgmental of those of you who don't have children, but I'm like, what was I doing? You have so much time and you spend two hours every single day writing those articles and submitting them to Business Q, if, to, to Utah Valley Magazine. You ask, you ask if you can shadow them. You ask, like you reach out. Do not not quit your job. You can do it right now where you are. So that quote that you're asking is an Eckhart Tolle quote and it is, um, the part that I like is, how is always more important than the what. And it's part of my may ease is, so the way that it works is like every month there's an attribute, may is ease, and then there's weekly challenges. And in the Awesome On Demand program, we teach and we coach around those. So that's what that is. Okay, Jenny says, I just finished school to become a health coach and feel pressured to make money right away. I work full time as a librarian. Girl, great. Good for you. You're working as a librarian. So you're a sexy librarian. Sorry for the stereotype. So you're a sexy librarian and you want a health coach. That is so amazing because you can meet people at the library. And what you need to do is you need to and put, you can read a lot of books. And you can read a lot of books <laughs> about health coaching. Okay. And what you need to do is you need to remove all all of the pressure, all of the pressure to make the money. This is the biggest BS that is being served to you right now is that you can make money doing your dream. That is the biggest BS. You can make money doing your dream, but it takes time, at least a year. And that is silly that I'm saying that, but I'm saying that because- yeah, I feel like at least five I'd say five years, but I'm just gonna say a year, okay? So like don't get discouraged. So just so you guys don't get discouraged, but like, uh-uh. A uh, no. You do not start doing what you feel called to do and have enough money to pay all your bills. I've been doing this for over a decade. I've been doing it for over a decade, 12 years. You are new to me, but I am not new to this. You are new to me yelling at you, but I am not new to yelling at people on the internet. <laughs> And that's the thing. The clearer and more specific you are about something, the quicker you're probably gonna be able to work towards it. But if you don't have it specifically figured out or you're holding on to something that maybe isn't the card specific, what does it matter how fast you get there? We glorify so much people figuring things out this is seriously what happens in, in San Francisco, Silicon, Silicon, Valley. Silicon Valley, okay? There's these uh, millennials, they're teenagers, they're in high school, and they're figuring out an app, and they get a couple million dollars with an investor, and then they turn 25, and they're burnt out, and they go back to school, because they already made a couple million dollars, and they're 25, and what else are they supposed to do? I literally know these people. This is a true story. So we're glorifying, we're glorifying this, saying like, Taylor Swift, yes, everybody has to have it all figured out, like Ariana Grande, and I'm 20 years old and I have it all figured out. No, I'm 35. I'll unzip my jumpsuit and show you my mom poops. I'm 35 and I'm doing a great job and I'm running a successful business and I'm in the 1% of podcasts. I'm in the 1% of business. I'm in the 1% of socioeconomic income. I believe you can do it too, but it took me 10 years. And you want to know the funniest thing about this? I look around and I go, I'm doing a really bad job. (laughs) That's literally all I do. I'm doing a really bad job. Why don't I have more money. If you really, really want to get into the the how you're going to make money and the different ways you're going to make money, you absolutely need to get the courses. And they're over $100 flash sale price, plus we add another $100 in. McKenna's going to add the link in there. Get them right now. Listen to them today. Really, if you want to know how to start making money in this field, the ultimate guide to influencer marketing is going to outline every avenue for making money. And what my sister, I love, my favorite thing is my sister-in-law Chelsea said is after I listened to all of the courses, I realized I didn't want to do any of that. (laughs) And she's like, and that was worth every penny. It was worth every penny for me to realize I want apps. She's very happy sewing and doing customer service work. Yes. And she was thinking she needed to build this platform and she needed to build a brand and she needed to, and she listened to everything that goes into it and the work and how to make the money. And she said, I'll do some customer service for you. And I do some sewing and she loves it. Yeah. And she has a brand and a business with her sewing and her, right? But she's not trying to build this platform which she thought she needed to build. And that's the thing. You. Everybody thinks that they can figure it out without actually doing any work, mm-hmm. without actually buying a course, without coming to a workshop, without reading a full book, without actually trying trying something. The only way to figure it out is to try. And then you think if it doesn't work, you're failing, but it's not failing. It just, that's, it just didn't work. Why is that failing? Do you, like, why is that failing? Like, why would that be failing? It just didn't work. That's fine. It doesn't mean anything. That's the thing. It doesn't mean anything. Nothing means anything. We can get nihilistic really quickly. Okay. (laughs) What Weather says, uh, stay at home mom needing help getting my button gear. I wanna open a shop and I'm so slow at getting started. It's easy to do nothing for weeks and I get depressed. Okay, here's what I need you to do. Thank you so much for saying that is I want you to do one thing every single day, okay? And I want you to block the time out for one hour And I want you to allow yourself. I heard this um, advice from Neil Gaiman about writing and it is my favorite advice, okay? He said, when I go to write, I don't force myself to write because that's hard and it's stressful and then you don't want to write. And he said, I'm allowed to sit and do nothing or I can write. And I get bored sitting and do nothing so I usually end up writing. (laughs) And I want you to do that. I want you to try that. And I want you to actually try it. I want you to block out one hour to get started on your shop. And I want you to list what you need to do. Google what you need to do, but don't get an analysis paralysis. It's not hard to start a shop. All you have to do is sign up for an Etsy account. Not hard, a a big cartel. I'm going to tell you what to do. Etsy, big cartel, Shopify. You choose one of those shops. That's it. Mm -hmm. and then you get your product, and then you take a picture of it. I'm not trying to oversimplify it, but it is simple. I sell a lot of crap, and I've done it. I've had a lot of Etsy shops, and I've sold at a lot of markets, handmade markets, where I spent hours and tears and sweat and had my husband dismantle a crib and bring it in and set it up to sell, and then guess what happened? Nobody bought anything, okay? Nothing. They didn't buy anything and I cried, my neighbor brought me a Diet Coke and a cupcake. Okay, that's what happened. So, I want you to give yourself this idea of, you know what, you don't even have to work on your shop, but you get to do nothing or work on your shop. And then what I want you to do is, I want to make sure the first thing you do is that exercise that we talked about, where you, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be a person who can count on yourself? Do you want to be a person who says they're going to do something and then do it? Then you do one little tiny thing. So that's called increasing your self-efficacy. Your self-efficacy is the belief that you can do something. And there's lots of ways to create your self-efficacy. But one of the best ways to increase that is to learn a new skill. So learn a new skill. Learn how to take a picture. Learn how to upload a picture. Learn how to sign up for an Etsy shop. And even just in by doing that one simple thing, you're going to increase your self-efficacy efficacy and the belief that you can. The other thing that I want you to do is, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to pick on you. I'm just using you as a universal example. I'm sure you're doing a very good job in life. What weather? I love you. Thank you. Okay. But the other thing I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself, how is getting depressed about not doing the work serving you? Because you're not an idiot. You're not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I am bananas as we established, but I'm not an idiot. You're not an idiot. You're doing it because it serves you. It keeps you safe. It keeps you from having to try. It maybe gives you connection. Maybe everyone rallies around you and says, it's okay, you're doing a really good job. You don't need to do anything hard. So I want you to ask yourself how it's serving you and be like, oh, I'm not an idiot. I'm doing it because it serves me in some way. Okay. Allison, a few people have kind of um, talked about they feel called to do something, but they're not sure specifically what that is. Okay, I love Alicia, Alicia. Thank you, Ayod. Okay, yes, right? You feel called to do something and you don't know what it is. Guess who's been doing it for 10 years? It me. So you try one thing. You try one thing and you see how it feels. And in the conversations around the one thing, you're gonna start to notice something. What I want you to do is I want you to listen to my most recent podcast episode about the alchemist and about following the omens. And I want you to just think about that. Just try it on like a shoe. I want you to try it on, okay? That's it. You're not going to figure it out sitting there in your head. That you're gonna only figure it out through action. And trying, that, things, that and don't trying work. things that don't work. But it's not failure. Mm-hmm. Failure to me, truly, is not showing up. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Opting out. Opt out. You know how you opt out? By just watching Netflix. That's it. Guess who watched a lot of Netflix the last two days? This girl. That's fine, I needed that time. Yeah. See, so I don't even feel guilt and shame around it, and because I'm not guilting myself, and because I'm not shaming myself, look how much quicker I can pull out of it. So, I feel like there's something I'm doing, but I don't know what it is, and I'm floundering. You are trying to figure it all out and ensure that you don't fail, mm-hmm. and that you don't waste time. So, is it the money? Is it the time? Which resource is scarce to you, Alicia? Which one do you not want to waste? Mm-hmm. Pride? Looking stupid, mm-hmm. feeling bad, feeling like a beginner. Which resource? Because then we want to work on an abundance mentality around that resource. For me, it's always time. I, I don't have time. I don't have time to figure it out. I just need to know. So then I'm like, I have as much time as I need. I have as much time as I need. So I work on that abundance mentality there. I want to be the next J.K. Rowling, setting the bar high. Awesome. Set the bar high. That's it. Perfect. But what does that even mean? What does that even mean? You don't know JK. Maybe you know JK. What does that mean? You want to write a book that does what? Get out of the too narrow. I want to be the next JK, uh-uh. Your adventure, this life. You're you, right? So what parts of JK Rowling are you interested in? What parts of Oprah? I get a lot of, I want to be the next Oprah or Allison. you're like, you're Oprah or this or Ellen. And I'm like, I'm Allison. But also it's fine if you want to compare me to Lady Gaga. It's fine, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> The reachable heart says, I felt called but I didn't know what it was and then one day I figured it out and now I'm doing it and I still don't feel like I have it all figured out. Me too. That's exactly how I feel. It took me 10 years to figure it out and then I figured it out and I thought once I figured it out that everything would fall into place. But here's the thing about figuring it out, what does that even mean? How depressing would that be if you had it all figured out, honestly? You need certainty. These are Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You need certainty, you need security. Now, you might think it's a sense of control. You don't need that. You need security, but you also need variety. You also need what are the other words we always use for variety? Uh freedom. Freedom, uh and and, and I know why are we forgetting our freedom words, but freedom, variety, it's the spice of life. Okay, change, stimuli. You need both. So if you had it all figured out, you would not feel satisfied and if you had nothing figured out that's when you feel like you're floundering and you feel frantic and that's when you always go back to my one of my favorite questions is what do i know what do i know even if you know nothing at least you know that And this idea of I'm going to have it all figured out, that we go back to this, let's be present, let's be present, let's be present, because that's all we have. Everything I need is in this moment, and I can tell you from experience, I've done some really, 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 really cool things. I've done some really big, flashy things that I did not appreciate because I was, but it's not the next thing, but it's not the next thing. And I don't regret that. I look back now, and now when I'm standing up on a stage in front of like a thousand people, I take minute and i go this is pretty good this is pretty good we want to come back to this place of who are you what do you want what do you want to create what feelings do you want to have And then we can get into the specifics of what you want to do with your life. But remember, the how matters so much more than the what. And I just really want to share with you this idea of from this place, from this place of knowing I'm already as awesome as I need to be, regardless of what I achieve, regardless of my New York Times bestselling book, which is inevitable, right? I'm already as awesome as I need to be. And so are you. You already have it figured out. It just maybe isn't realized yet, but you have it figured out. It's already figured out you are just going to move into that place of action. You're doing a really incredible job. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much for listening. I think one of the, the biggest takeaways there is that idea of showing up and letting go. And that is the one reason. That is the one reason. There's a million reasons why uh, you can't or you feel like you can't or the world is stopping you or someone else is stopping you. But the one reason you should is because I believe it is our job to show up and then to to let go and and come what may and I'm so grateful for this podcast because we are trying really hard. I hope you notice to show up every week for you. We might be a little bit late sometimes. I I'm really really happy and grateful to do it. As as you heard, there is just one day when you listen to this. There's one day left to get in on my the ultimate guide for influencer marketing course, which is an exceptional phenomenal course. And there might still be some build an awesome brand workshop tickets on June 21st in Provo, Utah. So
1: Well, it's not the last time they can get the course. No, no, no. It's just, it's just where the price oh, is. Oh, it's the like-
0: flash sale. The yeah. courses will still be available. Yeah. But um, you're going to save uh, a lot of money if you get them right this minute. And then look into those tickets if you feel like the workshop is if it's speaking to you, if it's calling to you. Again, I want to thank you guys for sharing about the podcast. A lot of you have been mentioning it and reposting it on Instagram, and that really, really helps and means a lot to me. I try to repost a lot of those and to thank you guys. So I just want to encourage you, if this spoke to you, will you share it with someone? Will you either you know, share it on your Instagram, maybe post it on your Facebook, or just text message it to someone you love? And we really appreciate that. We also really appreciate the reviews that you leave. And so we love to pick one and send you Goodies from my party with Allison shop. So, Eric, do you have a review for us?
1: I do. This is. uh, I like her title. It's the title of the review is "Transformation, Not Information."
0: Ooh! (laughs) This is by
1: Jingo Fifty Two. She said. I started listening to Allison last year and actually met her at the monthly dress tour. Pretty much every episode I listen to, I send to someone in my life that could benefit. Sharing is caring, right? Oh,
0: thank you. Mostly
1: I send them to my hubby, since we enjoy listening and talking about what we hear. I haven't caught up all the way, but I listen to this podcast whenever I, whenever I don't have an audiobook to listen to, usually one Allison has recommended. I'd love to hear about Eric, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you picked
1: this review probably <laughs> even though I don't really like talking she says I just listened to the episode with Johnny Got a Car which was a great song and I'd, I'd love to know how Eric writes music does he play instruments what's his process I really love the dynamic between Eric and Allison and I love that I can listen to it without worrying if my kid's hear. anyway I love this podcast and have little notes and reminders of steps and ideas I hear from it it's awesome
0: Thank you so much. I absolutely love that review. I love that. Transformation, not information. That is literally my goal. I always say insight is cute, but action is drop-dead gorgeous. I don't want you guys just to be getting insight from this. I hope that you're taking action on the principles and the ideas. But I know this. I know that by simply shifting your thoughts... That is taking action. By simply choosing to believe something that was hard for you to believe before, it will change the action you take in your day-to-day life. And I am so freaking honored and humbled you thought I could get through without crying just on the exit to be a part of that work. So email us at awesomewithalison at thealisonshow.com. Uh, what was Janky or Jango or?
1: Jingo 52. Jingo,
0: Sorry about that.
1: She knows and who she is.
0: We Yeah. And we will get your address from you so we can send you some goodies. But Eric, answer her question. I think a lot of people would want to know. Or do you want to answer it another time?
1: Well, let's do it another time.
0: Okay, stay tuned. Ooh, we should talk about our creative process. That's a great episode idea. There you go. And hey, you guys, we love your recommendations and ideas for episodes. So send them in to awesomewithallison at com. Your questions, your episode ideas, um, we appreciate them. Okay, I want to remind you, only you can be you. And you are already as awesome as you need to be. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Eric, what are you gonna take them out on?
1: Oh my gosh, the song is called Where Did April Go? It is a smooth jam. Who did it? Well, it's in Pleasant Pictures Music Club.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So they can find it at Pleasant Pictures Music Club?
1: You can get our whole library for 199 a year. Yeah. I mean, this is this this will make your content pop. That's why this exists.
0: Okay, pop it, baby. Okay. <laughs>